hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 6th. And I got a ton of notes to go through, a ton of things. Uh, first thing I want to show you is my Twitter feed, Bitcoin Climbs Above 40K. Uh, and, and these are people who are looking at their boss. Why were you late this morning? And, and, and you're going to respond, watch your mouth because you're in, you're in on a Bitcoin. You're in the crypto. Uh, and if you didn't get to see my newsletter yesterday, um, I, I posted the crypto charts and, and not Bitcoin, nothing like that. It's stocks that you can invest in. It's Mara <laughs> in the algorithm. Uh, just made 20%, um, currently in an 80% run. You know, it, it, again, uh, uh, MicroStrategy, MSTR. This is up 73% in a run on the algo. Um, coin, up 93% in the algo. Again, these are current runs that this is on, just based on the TrendSpider 4-hour algorithm. GBTC, you're up 80%. Uh, 6% gain. That's after it got you out of a 6% gain in uh, August, September. So the algorithm works. The algorithm is available. Uh, it is this top link right here. You click on that link. You go over to TrendSpider. Uh, it takes you over here. You go view plans and pricing. Right now, if you prepay for a year, 429 bucks. It keeps going up every day that you miss it uh, because... Um, the sales are over. I mean, you know, Black Friday sale was the best. $429 is not that much when you think about what you're getting with the charting pro software. Understand, A, your portfolio should be big enough. B, you should be need, uh, willing to put in the work to do this. It's not plug and play. Uh, you do get uh, the algorithms and things of that sort. You have to set up your screen. The perfect combination would be to get the, uh, the, the, the paid newsletter because I do have a setup uh, newsletter, my setup in TrendSpider, which is a two-part series. I'll probably make it into a three or four-part series. Um, I only have two because I set up, I tell you the moving averages that I have and the indicators that I use uh, on this screen. You can see it. If you understand it, you could add it. If you don't understand it, again, I'd only charge, I think, eight bucks for the, the, uh, the newsletter, but I am going to raise that price. But I do give a seven-day free trial. So if you're cheap and you paid $429 for TrendSpider and you just want to get the seven-day and then cancel within seven days because you're not interested in my weekend paid newsletter, do do that. I mean, that's the thing. If you don't want to put in the work and you're just looking for casual stuff, I'd click on this second link, which is Seeking Alpha, and it's 50 bucks off. Uh, still a great deal. Seeking Alpha is just such a great website. But again, if you're into crypto, um, that that newsletter yesterday was probably a good one for you. Uh, and watch your mouth. Um, but I've got a bunch of. I would follow me on Twitter, uh, just because I do post during the day, probably a little bit more than the other social media. Uh, from that side, now let's talk about the queues. I got out of TQQQ yesterday. It was probably uh, premature. I'm not sure it's a hundred percent premature, but here's QQQ. We still haven't really gained back. Uh, confirmation over that nine day. If we look at this one, you can see we're still under that nine day. So I'm still a little bit concerned that we're coming back to this uh, this gap right here. And TQQQ, uh, it, the algorithm has not gotten you out. Uh, the algorithm has not said, hey, get out of this. I just said, you know, it, it's sticking in my gut. And I say this all the time. If you are losing sleep, if you are feeling uncomfortable, 
just get out. If you got a profit, just get out. If it continues to go higher, you can just buy back in. Um, and I'm going to talk about some of the stocks that have continued to go higher uh, in in the the later in the show. But uh, biggest stock market movers today: British America Tobacco, MongoDB, Sentinel One, and more. Uh, this is an article from Seeking Alpha. Um, you know, it goes over everything. I will go over MongoDB in a little bit. Uh, I tweeted about it yesterday. I think you, if you get it uh, cheap today uh, after their earnings, it was a solid earnings. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> I think you can get that one and I think you can trade that one well. Uh, four stocks to watch today. GameStop after the bell. GameStop comes out with earnings. That one will be interesting. Um, the other interesting one in this was Toast, T-O-S-T. I actually have used toast um, with some restaurants in the area where you're able to order um, via the app. And I've talked with the uh, the restaurant managers. They love it. Everybody that uses it loves it. The problem that you have with toast is the devaluation. Uh, it has a forward PE of 58. They're losing $309 million. This is kind of the restaurant owners. Uh, 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 if you don't do DoorDash and you don't integrate with DoorDash directly, this is a great way for uh, the small, medium restaurants to actually get online ordering in an easy sense at a fairly cheap cost. You've got gaps all the way above this. Uh, the problem that you have is valuation, and it's just coming back down. Uh, to realistic levels. Um, and that's what you're seeing. You're seeing it was the IPO was just went crazy. It's kind of cons consolidating down here below its 50 day. I would expect this to come back up on the 50 day. If you are a long-term investor and you use toast, I don't think you're going to be, go wrong with using that one. So the two ones that again, GME and toast GameStop in particular, I don't, I'm not investing in this one. I'm not throwing money towards it. I simply watch it. It is a retail legend. Um, they, you know, Ryan Cohen is the CEO. He comes out. You can see the MACD is up. It's crossing down. The RSI is at 53, kind of in no man's land. It's coming off of highs at 68 and 72. So it was, you've got gaps all the way down on this one. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what they're going to, you know, come out with. It is still overpriced in my mind for the growth that they are showing. Um, they're losing 98 million bucks. I mean, it's only down 19%. They're not making money. Higher for longer is going to hurt this name. It is being held up by retail. So it's an interesting to watch. I'm just not investing in it. Uh, Apple had a great day yesterday. Climbed back over $3 trillion. Um, It is at 194 I still have not trimmed this one. Because I didn't want to trim it just based on this little weakness, uh, I have to by the end of the year. I'm going to take some of my profits on this because I do think climbing above this, um, my, my guess is it's going to hit 200 and again, it's going to pull back. So if you're in Apple and you're trading Apple, I don't think, you know, $7 per share, is it worth holding on for $7 per share if you're selling like 10 shares for 70 bucks? Probably not. When you're selling, you know, hundreds of shares like I am, probably makes sense to just dollar cost average your way out of it like you do into it. So that's my strategy on that. Um, jobs data. Uh, the jolts data came in. Futures ticked up. Again, we're looking at uh, probably an upward opening. We're probably gaining back the, um, the, uh, the, the, the confirmation in the queues, confirmation in uh, SPY. You're probably just gaining that back for another leg up. 
that's essentially what the jobs data does. Uh, and if you haven't seen it yet, um, again, bond rates, the 10 year bond, look at that drop, that drop from uh, October 20th, all the way down. This is what's fueling this rally is the, the 10 year bond rate down to 4.15. Uh, I'll include links to all of this in the, the, the newsletter, but let's go over a little recap. Let's, let's summarize things. Jobs declining. The job market's getting worse, which is part of the, the Fed's narrative, is to make jobs a little bit tighter. They won't say it, but that's what they wanted to do. Bond rates down. Productivity up. Rates are likely going to come down as well. It's all looking like a soft landing, which would indicate the Fed is going to bring rates down at the beginning of the year. Sometime in March is what the, the market is predicting. If that's the case, we're going all-time highs. I mean, that's essentially what you're what you're looking at. If you look at this, and 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 we'll just go quarterly. Um, what this is, look, that's 2009. That's the housing crisis. This is the bottom of the dot bomb. You know, you had your your recovery there. You kind of went down. You're going to continue this recovery. This is a quarterly look at the Qs. You've got confirmation. And you're back above this. You just dipped below it. You came back down. And I think Brad Gerstner put this the best yesterday. Uh, and I retweeted this out. But he said, Jolt 8.7 versus 9.3 expected 9.4 prior. Um, the anomaly was COVID. Excess is over. We're returning to trend. The new normal is just like the old normal. Uh, it just got there faster than expected. I think he put it perfectly. Uh, people asked me, one guy asked me last night that I was talking to, he said, hey, how do I know who to follow on Twitter? Well, sign up for the newsletter. Literally what I do in the newsletter is I'll, I'll go in here and I put Twitter people in here. If I put a Twitter uh, post in, and let's just scroll down to a Twitter post, uh, like uh, this one, uh, a Trend Spiders thing, I'll link to Twitter. Just go right there and then you just hit follow. I mean, just hit follow. It's, it's as easy as that. You just hit follow. Um, so if you want to know who I'm following and who I think is important, that's the way you do it. But again, Brad put, did that perfectly, perfectly uh, last night. <clears throat> um, one other thing that happened yesterday was Bank of America said the consumer is strong. Um, and, and then right after that, American Express's uh, CFO came out and said they saw a weak November. Well, Bank of America, you can see it was up yesterday. It's up another 1.15%. It's, it's up to 31. Remember down here at 28 when I said you should be buying under 30? It's going to go over 30? Yeah, it's over 30 right now. And uh, American Express, AXP, uh, they took a leg down yesterday. And they are back up uh, 1% today at 172. The reason they took a leg down is because when your CFO comes out and says, hey, we're seeing some weakness in this, you got to take a look at that. And if we look at a long-term on American Express, you're seeing that it's just trading in this range. Uh, it's not in the core portfolio. You got gaps down here. When it hits the 200-day, you want to buy it. When it goes above here, uh, about 183, 184, it's got to hold that in order to not be a trade. But in my mind, it's, it's probably a trade. Um, understand that Bank of America and American Express have two different kinds of customers. And that's the, that's the main thing is there's two different kinds of customers that could be what they're seeing. Now, one that I want to point out is IBM. 
IBM's at an all-time high, or a, I'm sorry, like a, a yearly high or something. Um, oh, let's just take get rid of that. Remove all properties. Uh, but if we look at IBM and we look at a weekly on IBM, you can see uh, if we go to a quarterly, uh, it's quietly just come back to uh, you know previous high levels. It's not doing anything spectacular. But IBM is involved in uh, quantum computing and other things. I thought it was interesting yesterday. It's a six-year high is my note uh, that we have. Now, Oracle is coming up with earnings next week. You guys know uh, that listen to the podcast. This is one of my podcast favorites. It's kind of getting a button hook in here. It is up point, down 0.2%. It's at 114. When it was at 103, I said, you know, this is $120 stock. I like this gap to get filled up here to 123. I wonder if this is the the time when it pops. Maybe they come out with something with AI. Um, maybe they buy something or they announce something that they're buying that's good. But Oracle's coming up with earnings. I'm still not in this one. Why I'm not in this one? Because I love it so much. I just don't know. I do hold it through ETFs. Um, so I do have it in ETFs. It's got a PE of 34. That's not crazy. The, the, the great thing is the forward PE is only 18. So if they continue to grow, it's it's a solid thing. It's only up 40%. You can see the double top right up here at 126. That's where this gap kind of goes to. It's it's 125, 126. That's where the double top is. So to get through that is going to be quite difficult. So if it were me trading this one, I've lost confirmation. Uh, I have this 103. I'm coming up on earnings. It, personally, I'm probably taking um, the, the, the profits. But if you hold on, there is that golden cross that's happening. So uh, if you wanted to get in and play that one, that one's a solid one. Uh, just looking at some of the names in the, uh, in the portfolio, uh, look at that gap. And then you had that button hook down there. Did it get you out? No, the algorithm didn't get you out. So we're going to uh, actually remove this annotation. Uh, remove all annotations. But Costco's at 600 Remember when you had a chance to buy it at 553 when it hit the 200 day in, in uh, back in uh, October? Yeah, Shopify is over 70. Um, Shopify had a vendor's day, um, 7356. This one hasn't lost confirmation. It's still going. Um, I, I, I've told you, I think it's an $80 stock. I think this one gets back there. If we look at a long-term on Shopify, again, it's core portfolio. I think you're going to get to this $80 level and probably reject back down. Uh, to get above that, it's got to continue, but it's such a strong one. Uh, Pan W, which is in the, the core portfolio. Again, Pan W at 250. I said this is a solid stock to buy at 250 because I think they're earnings. Who's not spending money on, uh, on, on cybersecurity? Uh, we've got confirmation. It's at 294. It's going to go over 300. I, the, the problem that you have with this one is valuation, uh, it, but who's not spending money on cybersecurity uh roblox back over 40 uh it's at 40 dollars 84 cents it's still got confirmation this one's just kind of floundering in this area it's pulled it pulled back from 40 down to about 37 and then just regained confirmation along the way so it's uh, moved on its way back uh we went over bank of america it's above 30 it's almost to 31 it's at 30 dollars 90 cents in pre-market boeing has slowly come back. 
to $236. Remember down here back in October when I said, hey, it's under 200. I don't worry about the, you know how far it goes under 200. Buy it under 200. I do own this one under 200. I don't have much of it under 200. It's a, a four, four figure uh, investment. So it's not much, but I do own it. And the reason I own it is because it's just a solid company. It's got confirmation. This right here is 234. If we went to a weekly, that was where you saw some uh, resistance levels. Uh, if you looked at it from this standpoint, and we're going to pull that down a little bit. We're going to expand that up. If you look at it from this point, you saw it kind of get above here, get above there, come back down, get above there, come back down. This is a, a weekly chart. So, but down here, solid buys, you know, you could have bought it in May, 2022, held it all the way till October and you didn't make any money. If you got out of it, once you got up here, you made some money. Once it got up here, uh, it rejected a little bit close to the 200 day. 200 day was still negative. The 50 day just crossed the 200 day. So you just got the golden cross back here in September. If you bought it in September at 202 and then it dipped down to 180, hopefully you were adding. If you weren't, big deal. You still got your 10% now. Uh, but Boeing's up there uh, and it's quietly gone back. Um, the Brad Gerstner tweet. Oh, this is bullish. Look at this for Tesla. Uh, Sawyer, Sawyer Merritt, uh, he's a, uh, a, a great Tesla. I mean, he's a longtime Tesla uh, bull. Uh, but in an interview, Elon Musk says they're far advanced in the development of their next low-cost uh, low vehicle. This is what's rumored to be the Model 2. This would be huge. This is what they're rumored to uh, start building in Mexico when that Gigafactory uh, actually comes up. Uh, that will be uh, a huge huge catalyst for this stock. Tesla has quietly uh, made its way uh, up. It's up 1.64, 240. So you're just kind of capitulating right here under the 200 day. The question is, is that, are you going to get above that 200 day and hold it? If not, I mean, that's the, look at the 50 day. I mean, and the Bollinger Bands are cinching up. It could be coming up here, uh, but another solid tweet from Sawyer. Um, I posted out yesterday in my Twitter, uh, NVIDIA, let me just get out of that. NVIDIA seems to be turning around. Still not a buy in the four-hour algorithm, Pinterest writer, um, but it's getting there. And I tweeted out this, this chart. And so we don't have confirmation on the nine-day. Uh, using the 200-day support, MACD turning up, RSI coming slightly off. I posted that in Twitter yesterday. So let's go and let's look at an updated uh, chart of NVIDIA because I believe yesterday it did have a very good day and it probably gained. We're going to get rid of all of these, remove all annotations. I don't want to be distracted by what I wrote yesterday. Look, uh, we have confirmation. So the algorithm will be getting you back in. Uh, the MACD is going to cross up. The RSI is at 42. It's a $500 stock and you're trading at 470. Do you care if it goes down to 420? Just buy more. That's the, the issue that you have with NVIDIA. Just buy more. Um, MongoDB. Uh, I, I posted this yesterday. Um, this is mine. Any reaction is an overreaction. Solid earnings. So buy it for a bounce, MDB. And then I posted, if we go to our, my profile, I posted a mobile app screenshot, I believe. Um, yeah, this is the mobile app screenshot. MongoDB starting to recover uh, off of 400. I love the Train Spider mobile app. So MDB, let's look at MDB. MongoDB 
is at 402. I think if you get this close to 400, I think you're fine. Uh, if we look at 402, it's right here. Uh, it, it does the MongoDB got you in here at 336. So it's been on a solid, solid run. If you got out before earnings, there was no reason to get out before earnings, but that's a solid 28% run. Uh, you've since lost, it looks like it's down 6%. I think this is just a speed bump in the road. The, the earnings were actually solid. Go and read um, uh, the stock market nerd. Go and read Shea Bular. Go and read those guys about MongoDB. The actual earnings were solid. I don't know why it was down. Uh, this is a great video uh, from yesterday. Uh, anybody that's in PayPal, I would urge you to go watch this video from Josh Brown uh, about PayPal. And it's NXP, but uh, specifically about PayPal and how Josh Brown is adding to it. Um, it it's just the margins. I mean, the margins are tough. Uh, so go and watch that video. I'll include it uh, in my newsletter. Social requests. JWeb. Could you talk about Spotify stock? It's been up lately, and since it's one of the biggest music platforms, I want to get your thoughts on the future potential of this stock. Spotify, um, so Spotify hosts my podcast. I do it through Spotify um, for podcasters. I like, I love their platform. They make it so easy um, for me as a podcaster. So I did buy a, a few shares, um, and I was given actual shares in my Weeble account. Um, we'll look at Weeble right now. Uh, I'll tell you how many I have. Spotify, I have 1.5 shares, one and a half shares. Um, it's 1.41, so it's, it's about 1.5. Um, about $200 worth. I am up, uh, it looks like 12, 12% on that. My average purchase price is $200 and it's trading at 244. Um, I'm sorry, it's at two. 200 uh 200 i don't know i, I can't re really read weeble i need my glasses on to read re weeble but here's the stock chart the problem that you have is it's run so much and it's at all-time highs and the valuation of it is crazy and the other thing that i was watching last night if you google this if we just go to youtube and we go to uh launder money through Spotify. And this is an actual thing. How to launder money through Spotify. How criminals are using Spotify to launder money. And essentially what this, all of these videos talk about, and this is what kind of got me a little bit nervous about this 52-week high. Spotify knows about this. Essentially what the, you know, in Sweden, there's a whole mafia gang um, that, that hires young musicians um, because they won't go to jail. And they're using uh, these young musicians to get Spotify plays. And they're doing click farms to get streams. And Spotify is just continuing to pay it. Essentially, these guys are actually making money by laundering money. So typically, when you launder money, you lose 3 4 5 up to 50% um, so that you could launder the money that you make. But these guys are actually making money on this. So I... The, 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 if you go on YouTube and you look at this, I don't know how uh, spot on it is to per se, but they're losing $774 million. The reason they're going up is because their numbers, um, they, they are just dominating this business. So I have a feeling I was around for dot bomb. And, and if I remember, uh, if you remember dot bomb, essentially what it was, was 
any new website that came out and pets.com was just like a, a beacon for this one. Pets.com came out. They put up a website that just basically had, hey, our, our pet store is coming soon. Uh, I believe they doubled in value overnight when they said they had a website. That was the dot bomb. That's what this seems to me to be, is that Spotify is just collecting all of their, their users and they're putting it out there. At some point in time, that 140 forward PE needs to come down. It's up 132%. So, you know, the 52-week high is 201. You're 1% away from your 52-week high. I don't think you should get into a stock that's at its 52-week high that's not making money. Yeah, sure. When they make start making money, that's going to be the time when the, the stock really explodes. But will it really explode off of 140 PE? I don't know. I mean, there's no insider selling. There's no nothing. Um, I would be a little bit nervous, and I am a little bit nervous, but let's be honest. I own a couple of shares of this. It's not like I'm, I'm pouring money into it. So um, Herme25 from Spotify. Ironically, you know, um, J-Web was from Spotify as well. Uh, wants to know about shot, safety shot. Um, I know nothing about this stock. Oof, oof, this just screams of retail. Um, $1.36, let's see what they do. Um, shot, they are a beverage company. Um, let's see, engages the business of developing cannabinoid. Uh, so it's a cannabis stock, wellness products. Uh, so it's a cannabis stock. I would probably stay away from it, but uh, I don't know much about it. Look at the let's look at the valuation. They're losing seventeen million dollars. They only have a market cap of one eighty six. Um, they have sixteen cents for forty one million. What's forty one million times point one six? Um, let's see what Siri the says. They have six million bucks in the bank, and they're losing seventeen million dollars. Why would I want to invest in a company that has uh, six million bucks, but they're losing seventeen million? They're going to have to dilute. So essentially, people, will, you know, you're going to get half the shares. Um, you can look at some of the news. Let's look at a shot in Seeking Alpha. Uh, let's look. Shot, do, 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 do. shot safety shot. Um, sell from Seeking Cover Analyst. Yeah. Uh, safety shot, mixed sentiment after a thousand percent rally. I mean, if you want to read this article, I'll include this in the newsletter um, from Seeking Alpha. Uh, I'll include that link for you, um, Herme. I, I, for me, that's too rich. It, it's too fast, and, and I'd be getting out. I mean, this is kind of like VinFast, VFS. Uh, remember this one that was up eight thousand um, percent in this one, just from retail. Yeah, it was at it went all the way up to like 70, 80, maybe $90. $7.69. I think that's where you're going with shot is that if if you have um, that much of a strong rally, it's bound to come down. I mean, it's not like the valuation changed. So, I, I would be a little bit wary of that one. Uh Bullish Bites from Instagram wants me to look at cat uh, I had a great chat with him last night. Uh, there, these are two guys. I'll include this in the newsletter. Click on them. Follow them on Instagram. Um, two young kids who are starting uh, to look at stocks. They've had some great calls, uh, CrowdStrike in particular. 
uh, and a few others. So they're doing their research. They're doing the, the logical thing. I had a talk with them last night. They want to start a podcast. Um, so follow them on Instagram. But they want me to look at Cat. I think his dad owns this one. And good, because, you know, you shouldn't be 20 years old and looking at Caterpillar as, oh, my God, I want to get into this one. Cat, <laughs> um, the algorithm got you in at 241. This has been beaten down. I do own this one. And I own this one in my Weeble account as well. Um, I bought a couple of shares. Let's see. Caterpillar, I bought uh, two shares. Just outright two shares. And I guess, I, I don't even know my price. I am down 1% on Caterpillar. So I think I bought it like four, uh, five something. Um, back here, I bought it on the way up. Didn't sell it when it got up uh, up in this area. I don't even know what I'm reading on. Um, maybe it's $500 that I paid, for, but so it's like 250. But um, yeah, I, I mean, long-term, I think this is a solid play. I, I don't think that, you know, if you're looking for something to trade, this doesn't have the volatility that you want to trade. If you were looking to get in at, at 220, I'd have said, hell yeah, get in at 220. Um, if you're looking to get in at 230, 240, I think that's fine too. I think it's a $300 stock. The, the PE and the forward PE are not crazy. Um, let's see, market cap of $132 billion. Uh, they've got plenty of cash on hand. They're up 8% year to date. Their 52-week high is 293. That's 11%. You're 27% above your 52-week low, which was 204. So you're kind of on the high side. But I think for the long term, you're perfectly fine. The average target price is 265. Eh, it's a little bit you know, extended. 250 is the most recent analyst um, number. If we go over to Finviz and we look, I mean, it's just, you know, there's nothing super exciting about it. Uh, seeking Alpha Analyst, buy. Wall Street says hold. Quant says strong buy at 4.62. I mean, I will tell you that's a strong quant buy um, at 4.62. I'm not loading up the Brinks truck into this one, but I think your downside is limited. Um, if we look at, uh, let me just pull some of this, uh, the volume to see where people are holding. We're going to go back here. And if you look, you know, you haven't built your volume shelf up here. So your volume shelf is really at 220. Um, and that's where the majority of people are holding. It's not like they're going to sell. I mean, you know, as you get down to here, yeah, people will start to sell. But that's where people are still holding. That's where it's built its shelf. People just loaded up on this at 220. Starting to load up on it, 250. If this shelf kind of moves forward a little bit from 246 to 250, I think you've got some solid support there. But I do think that's a long-term, long-term play. So bullish bites again. I'll, I'll include those guys in the newsletter. Follow them. Click on their uh, their stuff. Um, scans, Hibs, which is a triple levered uh, ETF on. It's a bear on the S and P 500. Um, this one on the four hour 37.95. I don't know that you want to go against this market. Now, you know, I will tell you there's some in this market like Palantir. I sold at 20. It's now at 1776. You're going to be using this 200 day as the next support level at 16. I said that 1693. I think you've started to fill this gap. If you fill the gap completely, you're coming down to 15. Uh, I think there's a lot of selling in this one. Let's see. Uh, PLTR. Uh, so there's opportunities in this market to to actually buy. It may not seem very uh, you know uh, very good to hold. Look, December fourth. I mean, they're selling ten million bucks. This is um, uh, one of these dudes who's a director or something like that. 
they're selling 10 million bucks at 20 bucks. I mean, everybody's selling at 20 and 21. Don't say it's like crazy that, oh my God, they're selling uh, all that stock. Why are they doing this? Is it a $25 stock? These are insiders making money. These are absolute 100% insiders that are making money. So they're pulling the stock price down. So you got to know that 20 was a, a, a key level for this one. Uber is a good example. This one got up to, to 60, got included in the, uh, the S&P 500. It's now at 59.52. I'm going to sell at 60. I'm not taking the whole lot off, but I am going to sell at 60. Um, it, it hit 60. It pulled back. I think it's going to hit 60 again. Uh, Hibs is the only one uh, that I scan that actually had a cross up and looks bullish. So uh, for the newsletter, I will include a list of the core portfolio stocks that are current buys in the 65-minute algorithm. And if you know about the 65-minute algorithm, it uses an eight-day EMA. Um, and we can. this was developed by uh, David uh, Yoakum from TrendSpider. And uh, like Google, 131.98 here yesterday at the 11.40 candle. If you know about the 65-minute candles, the reason TrendSpider loves 65-minute candles is the day is split up between seven exact candles. You don't want to use, on both of my algorithms, do not use extended hours. Just use regular hours. But the 65-minute gets you in. Here on Google, you make 19%. Now, buying and holding, you make 22%. But remember, getting in and out of these things provides you some safety. So 19% uh, with a safety lever of, of actual you know drawdowns, yeah, that's a, that's a good, good algorithm right there. VOO. We talked about uh, you know VOO and chill a lot. VOO, you're still in uh, on the 65 minute. If you want to trade VOO, now you only make two percent trading VOO versus uh, you know over eight months, you're up 11 percent. But you look for entries, and this entry right here at about 419, you're trading at 420. So that that's one that you look for entries on. SMCI, which is uh, one of my favorite ones, which just hasn't come back. Uh, we're going to pull these out of here. Uh, so we're not, let me see. Uh, I'm going to pull, remove all annotations so that I can see this. Yeah, uh, 253.27. You're trading at 263. It's up there. You're just crossing the 200 day. Um, I think it's solid. You have confirmation. The nine days starting to turn positive again. So uh, yeah, the 65, man, I'll include all of those names. Now, if you got through this, and you say, oh, I don't remember where to go. Well, any link that I have is in Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. It is down below. Uh, I put it on the screen. It's on there all the time. If you're watching this on Spotify, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, just go to the Spotify app and you'll see the video because uh, that's what I do with all the video podcasts. Uh, if you um, uh, are on Apple Podcasts, you'll have to go to YouTube or see the video, but there's links down below. All the links are in the link tree. Uh, Trendspider is right there. Seeking Alpha is right there. Weeble. If you don't have Weeble, I don't know what you're doing, but click on this link to get Weeble. Uh, you get some free stocks, I believe, as well. The newsletter, it is free during the week. It is paid on the weekends. Uh, Visible, if you're paying anything more than $25 per month for your phone service, Visible has a plan for $25. It's the plan I'm on. This link saves you $20. Bucks. 
uh, if you're buying a Tesla, there's a Tesla right there. If you have AT&T fiber at your home, one that I do think, I do have a fire podcast and it's three episodes. It's not crazy. It's three episodes. And for somebody selling you, fire stands for financial independence, retire early. Um, it's what I did at 49 years of age. I, I left my job and this is what I do full time now. Uh, but um, fi- the, the podcast is on, I don't know if it's on Apple Podcasts yet. I forgot to put it up there, but it's on Spotify and you can find it. I'll link it in the thing. But uh, mint.com is going away. So Empower is the next app that I'm going to start using. Uh, in the Fire podcast, I suggested people track their expenses and they use Mint. I do it every day the way I set it up. Um, and I've been doing that for probably about 15, 20 years on Mint. It's been a long time. Let's just say that. Um, it's going to be a little bit hard to change to Empower. I've started it. It's the most similar to Mint that I can get. So uh, th- th- there's that one. And if you want any of the other things, they're all up here, all the socials. So that's it. I'll take care. I will talk to you tomorrow. Let's t- uh, hope that GameStop, if GameStop goes to 40 bucks, I mean, I'm throwing it in a towel. Podcast is over. <laughs> um, yeah, but let's watch those earnings. Okay, take care. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer no room for any less. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock pick trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears.